Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 266, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on November 28th, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete, how are you? Well, yourself? Jolly. Feeling jolly after last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a jolly night in the woods. Now We'll get to it. Uh, folks, we got two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. We want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. Okay, we got a loaded up show today. Now, we are we owe the audience, uh, after last week, with Thanksgiving, we were not able to get together. I uh, couldn't make our normal Tuesday, and then thir- you know Thursday, which is our backup day, uh, was Thanksgiving, and then Friday, which is our backup to the backup day, uh, was Black Friday, and you work in retail, so yep. you know uh, we kind of were were stuck last week. Um, but thankfully, we are back this week, and we're hoping to uh, uh, you know maybe get a little extra something out there for you guys. I got to see; I'm a deadline this week, so you know we will see how that works out. But uh, we were supposed to do the second part of our Christmas food uh, guide to Walt Disney World. And we are still going to do that, but I believe it will be episode 267. That'll be our next one because uh, last night I, I completely like, you know, messed up the timing in my head last night. Uh, Rachel and I went to Jollywood Nights. And so this week's e-ticket is going to be a review and kind of like recap walkthrough report on Jollywood Nights. OK, you know, what was good, what was bad, uh, what was really bad. Uh, what was really good, and um, yeah, there because there were so there were there were soaring highs and repugnant lows. Like it was, oh man, yeah, <laughs> it was an experience, dude. Like, like I when we were leaving, I think I looked at Rachel and I was like, "Where did they get the stones to charge the same for Very Merry and and Jollywood Nights?" Like, we'll get into it though. I don't want I don't want to. Um, you know, bury the lead and and get into our e-ticket topic before, you know, we, we we get there. So we have news. We got a lot of news. We have news in every category this week. OK, news so, me. Big news week. Uh, first of all, though, before we get started, want to big send a big thank you to our friends over on Patreon at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse who are in, who are enjoying all of that uh, quality extra content that we've got going on over there. I mean, that includes the patron only show, the geek watchtower, the watch alongs like you and I watching along to Muppet family Christmas, which just came out recently. Um, not Muppet family Christmas, but our, our, our watch along of it. Muppet family Christmas came out a long, long time ago. Uh, that was a fun watch along. I enjoyed that one. Me too. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. You, and um, you can, we also have the, my home video watch alongs, the, from when I was a kid, the um 
uh, Orlando outside Disney, which we're going to be doing a new episode soon. So much good stuff going on over patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. There are options for membership starting at $3 a month, going all the way up to $50 a month. And people are just starting to get that merch because after three uh, months, you get the merch associated with your tears. So, you know, people are loving that merch. Been hearing a lot of good things. I heard no complaints. So I like that. I like merch. I like merch, too. All right. So worldwide news. Uh, first of all, the, the news brought to you by our friends over at Away With Me Travel, who will plan your vacation anywhere in the world. But they specialize in Disney and Universal. Justin and his team will will get you guys uh, you know, hooked up and on your way to the most magical place on Earth. Just contact them. Show at AwayWithMeTravel.com or Justin at AwayWithMeTravel.com. Worldwide news. Some ticket categories are selling out for Christmas and New Year's. Okay. I mean, not really, you know, like surprising. They typically do. But uh, let, let, let's go into what that means. So Walt Disney World theme park reservations are beginning to reach capacity for two big days in late December 2023. Theme park tickets are no longer available for Christmas Day on December 25th at Magic Kingdom and New Year's Eve on December 31st at either Epcot or Magic Kingdom. Reservations are now unavailable for resort hotel guests for Magic Kingdom on December 25th and 31st and for Epcot on December 31st. No restrictions are currently in place, though, for annual pass holders. Note that on days when reservations are at capacity, annual pass holders may still visit the parks after 2 p.m. without a theme park reservation, except on Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom. You should also keep watching the park pass reservation calendar as more capacity may be added. So there you go on that one. Okay. Uh, kids play and dine. Um, that there's a new package coming to uh, Walt Disney World this spring, where kids are going to be able to get fifty percent off. This is uh, this is pretty like like huge for families. Uh, this is for booking arrivals starting on March third, twenty twenty four. Children ages three to nine for theme park tickets and dining plans will be half off with the purchase of a non-discounted four-night, four-day Walt Disney World Travel Company package for you and your children that includes a room at a select Disney Resort hotel, theme park tickets, and a dining plan. Book now for arrivals most nights from March 3rd, 2024 through March 24th or April 7th through June 30th. So contact Away With Me Travel on that one, guys, because, I mean, 50% off your kids' park tickets and dining plan, that's pretty huge. Yeah, that's big. That's, like, I haven't seen anything like that since free dining. Which was really big. Uh, free dining was amazing. Um, in resort news, Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs will be opening soon on the bo- at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Okay. Look, I love a good corn dog, and Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs sounds like the place to go. Uh, rolling planters are now surrounding the kiosk over on Disney's Boardwalk to make way for the new snack venue. Uh, the kiosk will reopen soon as the famous Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs from Disneyland Resorts Downtown Disney. So this is, you know a place with some history behind it. The addition of blue ribbon corn dogs comes alongside several changes at the boardwalk, including the new cake bake shop, the boardwalk deli and updates to the resort's lobby area. So that's some big news. If you like corn dogs, are you a corn dog guy? Uh, so I had a corn dog when I was in Disneyland from downtown Disney. I had the, uh, the pickle corn dog, pickle corn dog. Okay. Explain. It was like, um, they take a giant pickle and they put a corn, they put a hot dog in it and then they fry it. Oh, okay. I like that. It was, it was interesting. I liked it. Do I need corn dogs all the time? Probably not. But you know, everyone's in blue moon. Have you ever had a Korean hot dog? It's like a, a version of a corn dog. Yeah. What's the difference? They use, uh, so um, they use, um, so basically it's like 
the hot dog will also include i mean it can be cheese or it can be something else so like you bite into it and it's like layer of cheese layer of hot dog basically sounds uh, terrible yeah uh so it's melted cheese inside of it sometimes there's like potatoes on the outside of it it's, okay. it's good it's really good uh the rapid temperature drop in water park news the rapid temperature drop will close blizzard beach water park for two days this week uh, that is going to be today, November 28th, and tomorrow, November 29th. So it'll, you know, by the time this episode comes out, that'll be in the past. But I always am fascinated when the um when it's so cold here that the water parks have to close. It was cold last night too for Jollywood. Like it was in like the low 50s. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we were wearing sweaters, which was awesome for a Christmas. Yeah, that's party. great. Yeah, it was fan- it was exactly what we wanted. Like it was the most perfect thing ever. Uh so lows for today and Wednesday are in the 40s rising only to highs in the upper 50s as a cold front is moving through the area blizzard beach is currently scheduled to reopen on november 30th and typhoon lagoon is currently closed for refurbishment blizzard beach just recently reopened uh can't wait to go looking very much forward to it in disney springs news marquee signage has appeared at a new fast casual indian restaurant at disney springs called eat (laughs) interesting yeah it's spelled e-e-t eat the finishing touches are being installed. Uh, it will be opening in Disney Springs in the next couple of weeks. Let's see. what else. The restaurant's marquee sign is in position above the entrance, along with the menu board. Manit Chauhan, I guess, an acclaimed James Beard award-winning chef and Food Network star, is working with Vivek Diora, an international hospitality entrepreneur, to bring their famed Indian cuisine to Walt Disney World. Uh, Eat is located in the marketplace in the former Wolfgang Puck Express location. Now, how do you feel about Indian food? Uh, I've been getting into it recently. Really? I like I've tried multiple times. I can't like, look, I'm I'm all about being able to have like a new option in the in the food holster, so to speak, like to be able to be like, oh, let's get let's get Indian tonight instead of like getting Chinese or right. So we can't ever get like Thai or anything like that because Rachel's allergic to peanuts um but uh the yeah indian food and i do not get along okay it's uh it is a it is a terrible gastro experience uh when i when i ingest <laughs> indian food uh, and it's like immediate too it's like in a cartoon you know like when like they just like so much as like smell the the food and then like they're running to they're running toward the bathroom like it's that like the second right. it like it touches my system like when to the point where when we walk past we have to walk past the Indian um, kiosk at food and wine quickly because the smell will make me feel sick. Oh, that's interesting. It's, I think it's curry. I think I just really don't like curry. And that includes like Japanese curry and, and you know, Chinese curry and like Korean. Curry. Like it, I don't like any curry based. Things. OK. Um, and, you know, that, that's all there is. Um, I used to have to work in um, in in um, when I worked for Comcast, I used to work in uh Indian houses and like the the because they cook with curry all the time the smell would like make my eyes water like I, for some reason curry and I just do not get along hmm. I don't know what it is but my body is just like no bueno we have you ever had like like masaman curry no I don't think I ever did it has like a real like vanilla flavor to it it's pretty good my body when when curry enters my system my body is like we need to get rid of this as quickly and as violently as you <laughs> as possible. Uh, uh, okay magic kingdom news the holiday schedule has been announced for christmas week as far as entertainment is concerned 
So if you are going to be going to Magic Kingdom on Christmas week, which, you know, if you are more power to you, it's it's not, you know, it's it's never a. Uh, I don't want to say a fun experience because Disney's always a fun experience, but Ma- Christmas week is rough. Right. Like, there's a reason why I got the Sorcerer Pass, because like the only blockout date is like Christmas week. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, Magic Kingdom's peak week from December 23rd to 31st, we'll see holiday entertainment that usually only plays during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. This will be during regular park hours for all guests. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade will step off twice daily, and Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks will light up the skies at night. The Castle Stage Show, Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration, uh, the times for that have not yet been released, but they will likely be performed sometime in the evenings. Once upon a Christmas time parade, December twenty third to thirty first, will be from twelve will be at twelve p.m. and three p.m. Uh, Merriest celebration is to be announced. Wonderful Christmas time fireworks will be at eight p.m. and the Fantasy in the Sky fireworks will be six thirty p.m. and eleven fifty p.m. So that's a lot of fireworks going on. Yeah, for Magic Kingdom. So there you have it. Have you ever you've gone for Christmas week and New Year's, right? I, I remember you telling uh, the story where you were. Yes, I did go in between. And then stayed for New Year's. Yeah. And they were like, oh, make sure you know where you're going for New Year's. Like, yeah, it was really cold. Yeah. I, I mean, I went Fourth of July one year. I've never been on Christmas Day, but I have gone during Christmas week. And it's just like, it's so packed, dude. Like, it, it's insane. I, I got to, I'm not looking forward to it. We're talking about doing that next year just because the kids with their school schedules. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, really? So, oof. Uh, the Sensi logo has been added to Dumbo the Flying Elephant at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Uh, oh, all sen- right. Yeah, so I guess a new sponsor uh, for Dumbo. Dumbo the Flying Elephant presented by Sensi. Uh, so there you go. It's right underneath the main marquee sign. Sensi entered into a multi-year relationship with the Walt Disney World Resort in 2021, which included the new Smellifants on Parade at Magic Kingdom, which is an exhibit at the... Um, Oh, I'm sorry. It includes the Smellifants on Parade at Magic Kingdom and exhibited the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, and it became the official home fragrance of Walt Disney World. That must have been a huge, um, you know, financial situation they entered into here. I got to tell you, Sensi is pretty cool. Have you ever seen? I mean, I'm not into it, right? Like the candles, right? Yeah, it's like you burn this like wax and like, you know, yeah, yeah, your house smell wonderful. But they have a lot of really cool like Disney products. Like I have like, um, I don't think they're called burners. I don't know what they call them. Like these little things that make the wax melt, but yeah, I, um, I know what you're talking about. I have a haunted mansion one. They have a small world one coming up soon. I have a, I got a poison apple one for Heather. Cause she did oh, nice. poison apple. So if you're into Disney and Disney parks, ironically, they make a lot of like really cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, smell offense on parade will have guests entering storybook circus to find a casting call from Timothy Q mouse seeking out a whiff assistant to join Dumbo's newest act at the t- That does not sound pleasant. <laughs> whiff assistant in an elephant show. I'm like, what do I have to do? Uh, at the ticket booth in front of big top souvenirs, cast members will provide a map and sticker sheet to guide guests in their training with assistance in training. will explore storybook circus, to find a number of smellifant statues, each with a unique circus-inspiring fragrance, popcorn being one of them. Okay. No word yet on if elephant dung is among them, but <laughs> I mean, look, we've already got uh, you know, soaring around the world with the with the elephant butt grass. Yep. 
Uh, okay, so Museum of the Weirds Candleman has joined haunted the Haunted Mansion. I'm sure you've seen this. Yep. So this is interesting. I remember uh, Rachel came up to me and she was like, hey, they added a new character to Haunted Mansion. I said, oh, the Hatbox Ghost? And she was like, no, it's this like Candleman. And I was like, what? Uh, so I looked into it, obviously. And uh, the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom is now home to the Fable Museum of the Weird Candleman figure. Uh, designed by legendary Imagineer, Imagineer Raleigh Crump, the Candleman figure was deemed too scary to go in the original Haunted Mansion. It was instead planned to go into a never-realized Museum of the Weird exhibit at the Haunted Mansion. I don't know why this was deemed too scary, but, I mean, it is kind of creepy looking. Uh, the demon-like ghostly figure is made of dripping wax, can be found in Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion attic scene on the left side of the forward motion. Look for the table next to the suit of armor, and you'll see the Candleman figure looking toward your Doom buggy. Raleigh Crump died earlier this year, and the Candleman has likely been installed in both Walt Disney World and Disneyland's Haunted Mansion as a tribute to him and his legacy. In the, the latest edition is part of a series of upgrades to the Haunted Mansion, including an updated Madame Leota figure, the return of the mummy figure in the graveyard, updated load and unload belts, refreshed lighting in the stretching room, and the upcoming arrival of the Hatbox Ghost. So there you have it. What do you think All about acceptable the acceptable changes, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, except for the Hatbox Ghost, everything's great. Yeah, and even that, I'm okay with it. I don't like where he's placed. I know. I've I don't either. This, I got on this rant before. You're not supposed to see a ghost until Madame Leota summons them. I know, but you know, we don't care about story anymore. <sighs> I feel like an old. I, I really feel like old man yells at cloud sometimes. But you know, I get it. I don't know. I always just I always just held these stories very near and dear to my heart. Like I and I enjoyed the commitment that they had toward them. So so now when you know things like I'm here with the resistance, we're here to get you out. Let's go in here. Move as if your life depended on it. Like it, right, but what if you saved people every day? So this was like old hat for you. Yes, but you know what? Like you you if you can't bring that level to every every group, you should be working somewhere else. Not like not in Disney, but maybe at another attraction. Like maybe you should be on Smuggler's Run or, you know, maybe you should be on uh, on Slinky Dog Dash because you're you're telling me that you're here to save my life with the gusto that you would tell me to pull up on the yellow strap on, on my seatbelt. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, what if you're like a resistance, you know, person who saves people daily? You're like, oh, this is old. You know, I do this all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I just think about that first time I ever went on it and that girl ran into the room and was like, we're with the resistance. We're here to get you out. Come on. Like, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And now I think about these poor people who like go on this ride for the first time ever and they get this like they get this girl like sauntering into the room like there was a, like wearing, wearing like black lipstick, like it just being like, I'm here with the resistance. Come on, I'm going to get you out. Like you're in hour 11. <laughs> you're in hour 11 of a nine hour shift. You just got back from space Sephora. Like things like like the lip the lips like that was last night. So one of the one of the first order officers had black lipstick on, and I was like, "Oh, I guess they had do they have Alta in space? Like I've never seen this in Star Wars, let alone from an Imperial officer." I was like, "Is that regulation?" I was hoping that she would like like pick on me like the way the Imperial officers typically do, right? So I could be like, "Oh, is that, that lipstick regulation there, officer?" But you know. They didn't because they weren't picking on anybody. It was so it was the weirdest, um, you know, uh, 
I, it was literally it was seriously the weirdest I've ever experienced on Rise of the Resistance. We'll talk about it another time because uh, we got so much more news to get to. Epcot news. Uh, gingerbread monuments have come to World Showcase. Oh, OK. That sounds good. Yeah. Over in the American Adventure, uh, it is there's a unique display that recreates some classic monuments in America with gingerbread versions of the Lincoln Memorial, the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, and Epcot's very own American Adventure building made out of gingerbread. Wow, nice. Now, these these aren't huge. They're like in display right. cases. They're just gingerbread houses, basically, but uh, like like the size of the ones you normally would see. But they're, they look really cool. The Lincoln Memorial one even has like a frozen like reflecting pool in front of it. Hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. The um, yep, they got the American Adventure one. It's even got the fountain outside, the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, which is stunning. Have you ever been to the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial? No, have you? Yeah, um, I I went um, God, years ago, maybe like at least over a decade ago. But when I went as a kid, that didn't exist yet. So you right. know, we didn't we didn't have that or the World War II Memorial. But uh, the yeah, we, when we, when I went the last time. I uh, got to see both of those, and they're both like really, really awesome. Okay, so in further news, uh, further Epcot news, Figment is back in his holiday sweater. Okay, the blue holiday sweater that uh, you know greets guests every Christmas. Uh, I love Figment's blue holiday sweater. I do too. Yeah, uh, it'd be really cool if during Christmas, like the the Figment character meet and greet wore the holiday sweater, but I doubt it. Can't hmm. imagine that's the case. I know, but they you would think they should be able to do that. You sh- they should probably, but I don't know if they're gonna. Uh, uh, but you know, speaking of holiday overlays, we're missing one. There is no Guardians of the Galaxy holiday remix this year. I wonder why. I don't know. You know what? I mean, I'm not crying about it because I didn't really like the holiday remix for Guardians of the Galaxy. The more I thought about it, like you know, instead of like being like, what song am I going to get? Like, you know what song you're going to get. You're going to get Run, Run, Rocket instead of like I, when originally I heard about it, I'm like, oh, man, are they going to do like a like a list of like like 80s and 90s like Christmas music? Like, you know, are we going to get like Wham, like Last Christmas or something like that? Or, you know, like I was so excited for that. And yeah, it was just kind of it was just this like weird. uh, uh Remixed version of Run, Run, Rudolph. Well, not that, but think about how many people go to Disney during the holiday season as their trip or, you know, their once in a lifetime yeah, trip. And now they're just getting this. Yeah. Instead of getting like the the full experience. I mean, you could say right. the same thing, though, about things like the Jingle Cruise. Yeah. I, I don't know if Disney looks at the Jingle Cruise as a draw to people in our country, whereas these new rides are. This is how they, yeah, get, they that, get people to come. There's that's this very true. Now. That's very, yeah. very true. All right, the Storyteller lineup has been revealed for the Festival of the Holidays. So that's exciting. I love the Storytellers at Festival of the Holidays. Okay. Um, so let's go through that. The Storytellers appear throughout Epcot's World Showcase from November 24th through December 30th. Uh, Los, Las Posadas Celebration in, Me- in Mexico. Uh, that is going to be um, joining the fun and pageantry of Las Posadas with dancers, pinatas, and the music of Mariachi Cobra. They will be going Sundays through Thursdays at 11.05 a.m., 11.55, 12.45 p.m., 2.45, 3.50, and it is a 25-minute performance. A mischievous, magical barn Santa will be appearing in the Norway Pavilion. Okay. Yeah, barn Santa. 
You thought you've seen all the Santas before, but now I feel like you'd be really good at this. What being Barn Santa? Not Barn Santa, but doing one of these roles. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Barn Santa can be can be seen in a 15 minute performance at 1135, 1220, 110, 205, 415, 520, 615, and 710. The Chinese Lion Dancers are back in the China Pavilion, and this one has a very near and dear place to my heart because it is performed by the Walam Temple, which is where I studied Kung Fu. And I've lots. You'd be of- great at that. No, I'm. I'm. I would be terrible at the Lion Dance. Uh, but I have many good friends who who do the Lion Dance, and you know, I always love. And you know, uh, see the the Lion Dance is choreographed by. Uh, this is a little extra for you guys, Sifu Mimi Chan, who we've had on the show before, and she was the body model for Mulan. She was the model that the animators used when when drawing Mulan. So when you go see the Lion Dance, you can go with like the extra like little oh that's pretty cool knowing that like mulan herself actually choreographed it and nice. uh usually in the in whatever in the the um voiceover beforehand it's usually her that does the voiceover so but yes the lion the lion is back and uh he will be performing at 12 1 2 3 and 4 for a 15 minute performance La Bafana will be in the Italy Pavilion. This is the tale of La Bafana, the kind-hearted witch who visits sleeping young children on the eve of the Epiphany. That is a 15-minute performance at 11.15, 12.15, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3.30, 4.15, 5 p.m., and 5.50. Uh, the Odyssey Pavilion, you'll be able to find Santa Claus, that holiday superstar himself. Can you tell I've always wanted to be on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Yeah. There he is, that holiday superstar himself, Santa Claus, with his eight dancing reindeer. I love the parade so much. I mean, this year, maybe not maybe not as much this year. They made Josh Gad on an not entertaining. Uh, but gosh, did you watch that? Those Josh Gad. Um, they had him and the other guy from the Book of Mormon, because I guess they're doing a new Broadway show together. And they were like literally like Josh Gad is holding his script in front of his face as he's walking in the parade. Oh. I think, look, their, their their banter was so bad. My friend was like, I think Josh Gad made sure that you saw the script in his hand so that you so that the audience would know it wasn't him saying these things. <laughs> I was a little the, bummed that some of the balloons were like super like underinflated. And I know yeah, why. Like, wind and, yeah, like Luffy, it, Luffy from uh, One Piece. He was the bucket hat pirate instead of the straw hat yeah. pirate. Yeah, he looked weird. He looked weird. He looked weird. And they kept going to the angle on the side where he was like deflated. It was weird. I know. Uh Diary of a Wimpy Kid had like a had like a crippled like arm. Like it was like the complete his one arm was like completely deflated. It was really weird. Yeah, that's not cool. Uh the um and then you had uh, I don't know, is that how that character normally is? Does he have like a like a like a deformed arm or something like that i don't know i've never read that no i think it was just deflated because yeah. it definitely didn't look like it was part of like the I, I'm, I'm not familiar with the source material so uh the one thing i the two things that i always look really forward to uh i love the goku from dragon ball balloon because i love hearing the host try to pronounce super saiyan right <laughs> in his super saiyan blue form um, and I really love this the Sesame Street float every year. I mean, like, oh, I love, yeah, I love it so much. It's it's so great, you know. Yeah, but agreed. It, I actually I'm starting to think that the Sesame Street performers might be lip syncing. What? Yeah. Along with every Broadway show. What did you think? What? of the, Did you see the Back to the Future musical? I uh, did in there. 
I really want to see it. I really want to go. <sighs> I can't tell. My, my my every friend of mine. Look, one of my two of my friends have told me like that it is fantastic. Uh, my one friend loves everything, and so like when he tells me something's good, I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I'll see for myself. He's like, you know, Secret Invasion had its strong points. <laughs> uh, but my other friend, like, look, I sat next to this guy when we went to see the producers in theaters and he hated it because he doesn't like musicals. But he saw Back to the Future, the musical, and he told me it's great. OK, so. listen, I know a lot of people who have seen it and they all know how I feel about the movie. Yeah. So they all say you should probably go see it. Is it really good? It's not. I've like I've seen the the songs. I've listened. But to it, the, I've listened to the whole soundtrack. Yeah, me too. But is it is it something I would do? I guess I would. I mean, I love the movie so much that I'd be interested. Okay. I get that. Uh all right. Um Santa Claus and the Odyssey Pavilion. You can get ready for Christmas with Santa Claus now through December 24th. Uh whether you know him as Saint Nick, Père Noel, or Father Christmas, a visit with Jolly Santa Claus brings good cheer to the season. That'll be at 11, 12.30 p.m., 2 p.m., 3.30, 5, and 6.30. And that is, he's there for 60-minute stretches. So nice. go see Santa Claus. Uh, multiple places you can catch good old St. Nick in uh, in Disney this year. Uh, Epcot at the Odyssey Pavilion, obviously. Uh, Magic Kingdom, I, at least, I don't know if he's there during regular park hours, but he's definitely there during Very Merry. Uh, also, Disney Springs, you can find Santa Claus. And you can find him in Hollywood Studios at the It's a Wonderful Shop. So, ho ho ho! The Daruma storyteller will be in the Japan Pavilion. You can hear the fascinating story of the Daruma doll and the Japanese customs of the New Year. That is a fifteen-minute performance at eleven thirty-five, twelve thirty-five, one forty-two forty, four twenty-five fifteen, six p.m. and six forty-five. The Hanukkah storyteller appears between Morocco and France pavilions, and they can be found in a 15-minute performance from 10.30 a.m. to 11.40 a.m., 12.40 p.m., 1.35, 2.35, 4 p.m., 5 p.m., and 5.45. Père Noël uh, can be found in France. He is the French Santa Claus, and uh, he has a, he's got a fun little stage up there, and he can be found at 10 a.m., 11.05 a.m., 12.10 1250, 220, 325, 430, and 515 p.m. That is a 15-minute performance for Père Noël. Father Christmas uh, rings in the season, sharing the traditions of the United Kingdom. He can be found at 1130 a.m., 1230 p.m., 130, 225, 4 p.m., 510, 6 p.m., and 645, and he also has a 15-minute performance. Uh, the Canadian Holiday Voyagers can uh, will be over at the Canada Pavilion, and they are good exploring the holiday customs from the various regions of Canada on a musical tour of the great white North. Uh, that is a 20 minute performance at 1 40 PM, 2 45, 3 50, 4 55, 6 PM and uh, 6 40 PM. So that, I mean, that's some great solid entertainment there at Epcot for the yeah. holidays. Love it. Details have also, we might be in the festival of the arts, but details have just been announced. Uh, we might be in the festival of the holidays, but details have just been announced for the festival of the arts, which is coming up next month. My favorite festival of the year. It is a great one. It is so good. Uh, Disney has unveiled new details for the festival of the arts. It will run from January 12th through February 19th at Walt Disney world. Criminally short in a world where we get, you know, like half the year is food and wine festival. Uh, it is criminal that it's only a, it's only a month. Part of me uh, feels so that like that's also part of its charm. Maybe I don't know. Uh, so the Disney on Broadway concert series will be coming back 
For the first time, two original leading ladies from Frozen will perform together on the America Garden Stage Theater. Performing songs from many of your favorite Disney shows, these stars never fail to inspire. You'll get um, Cassie Levy and Patty Murren from Frozen on January 12th, 14th, 15th, 18th, 20th, 22nd, and 23rd. Heidi Bickenstaff uh, from Freaky Friday and the Little Mermaid and Gavin Lee from Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast on January 13th, 16th, 17th, 19th, 21st, and 24th. Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast and L. Stephen Taylor from The Lion King on January 26th, 28th, 29th, February 1st, 3rd, 5th, and 6th. Kissy Simmons from The Lion King and Josh Strickland from Tarzan on January 27th, 23rd, and 31st and February 2nd, 4th, 7th, and 8th. Mandy Gonzalez from Aida, which many people forget is a Disney show. And Michael James Scott from Aladdin and Tarzan on February 9th, 11th, 12th, 15th, 18th, and 19th. Then you've got Bradley Gibson uh, from Hercules and the Lion King and Shoba Narayan from Aladdin, February 10th, 13th, 14th, 16th, 17th, and 19th. The Showcase Plaza is also home to performances daily where you'll find musicians, live painting, and the thrilling acrobatics feats of art-defying gravity. Uh, there are also Disney on Broadway dining packages for your convenience. There will also be cul- more than 15 food studios located throughout Epcot. These uh, studios are always great. They have great food. They plate them so artistically. I love it. Uh, there will also be Interactive Experience and Animation Academy held daily at 1230 and 130 in the America Gardens Theater. Kids Chalk Art will take place in the Bridge to the World Showcase Plaza daily from 11 to 5. And also there'll be visual arts and merchandise as always. So lots to look forward to from the Epcot Festival of the Arts. Always love it. Animal Kingdom News. Josh Damaro is talking about more about Indiana Jones coming to Animal Kingdom. Um, Got to keep it alive somehow, right? Did you have anything good to say? Let's see. Let, let's find out what old Josh has to tell us. In a new in- interview with Entertainment Weekly, Disney Parks Chairman Josh Damaro has discussed Disney's early plans to bring Indiana Jones to Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. He first revealed early plans for Indiana Jones to come there during the D23 fan event this past September. A new land themed to the tropical Americas would replace the entire Dinoland USA area with Indiana Jones replacing the existing dinosaur ride and Encanto replacing Dinorama. Fans were surprised by Tomorrow revealing Blue Sky concepts still in the early planning stages and not greenlit. Tomorrow told Entertainment Weekly, we've got so many stories to tell. <clears throat> we have so many things we want to make even better in the theme parks. My plan is to continue to share that with the guests. I know people are like, my gosh, I can't believe he's saying this. Is he serious? Is he not? The answer is we are absolutely serious. So uh, Imagineering boss Bruce Vaughn said, imagine a land filled with authentic experiences from this part of the world with all of the placemaking and storytelling you'd expect. Look, it's a beautiful region to explore and it has been the inspiration for so many magical stories over the years. We're looking forward to bringing all of that to life. I'm going to miss that brontosaurus. You know, I will say at least they're giving us time to ride dinosaur a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine this is happening anytime soon. Nothing's worse than it's like, hey, did you love great movie ride? Cool, because it's done in two months. Like, or wait, or it's, it was done yesterday and we didn't tell yeah. you. Wait, what? Didn't, didn't they do that, Mr. Toad? They were like, oh, by the way, yesterday was the last day for Mr. Toad or something. Yeah, I or... mean, here they're like, you have five years to ride dinosaurs as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, in Hollywood Studios news, we have seen the cancellation of Muppets Mayhem on uh, Disney Plus, And that means that it likely puts an end to the rumors of a electric mayhem uh, makeover of rock and roller coaster. 
I never believed it anyway, but yes. I didn't really either. I mean, it was one of those things like, ah, I can hope. Right. But yeah, it looks like the, the electric mayhem are not going to be coming to uh, Hollywood studios. Did you watch Muppets mayhem? I did not. I watched the first couple episodes. I really liked it. I don't know why I didn't finish it. Um, I mean, the electric mayhem have never been my favorite part of the Muppets. They are, they are an essential piece of the Muppets for sure. I love I love Dr. Teeth. I love the whole band. Uh, you know, animals probably my least favorite Muppet. I'm like that guy that doesn't really like animal. I get that. Uh, but I I don't know. I just really like the Electric Mayhem. Um, not my favorite, so it was kind of hard to get into a full show. But then again, I didn't even finish Muppets now because I just didn't like it. Right. You know, it it, it was just a weird format. All right, so Disney has made changes to Jollywood Nights in, in an aim to fix problems from the opening night. There were apparently a number of problems that were uh, voiced. Oh, yeah. The second Disney, as of the second Disney Jollywood Nights, uh, some issues were addressed. One of them is the addition of more characters for the meet and greet experiences. Disney drafted in Stitch, Jiminy Cricket, Pinocchio, Snow White, Dopey, Mary Poppins, Mr. Penguin, and Duffy. The additional characters don't appear all at once, and they are in rotation with the others, but the changes do help bring more variety and capacity to the event. Disney reworked the wristband distribution system for those guests already in the park and replaced the chaotic setup at the Mickey Shorts Theater with a better system on Grand Avenue. Most guests reported shorter waits and no issues obtaining event wristbands. We had no issue getting a wristband. We got ours from the Star Wars launch bay in like two seconds. Okay. At the Twilight Soiree at the Tip Top Club, improvements have been made to the bar with more bartenders, a few more tables, and a better organized queue. Bellhop cast members also appeared in the area, adding more of a Hollywood Tower Hotel vibe. Uh, three nights have sold out for the event so far, leaving seven dates with available tickets. That's not It's not seven dates anymore. Now it is uh, one, two, three, four, five dates remain with available tickets. Uh, so it is sold out on December the 16th, and that is the only sold-out date that remains. So uh, it was not sold out last night when I was there. I'll tell you that much. So I don't know what that spells for the event, but, you know, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves by talking about that now. And uh, that is the news this week. All right. Good bunch of news. Good bunch of news. All right, folks, you know the drill. We're going to uh, take a quick breather, and then we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction right after this. So stay tuned. Hey listeners, this is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, Christmas time is my favorite time of year in Walt Disney World, and it was one of those things that I had always wanted to experience when I was taking regular trips there from New Jersey. Um, you know, Pete had talked to me multiple times about how wonderful Disney was at Christmas, but you can't really know until you experience it for yourself. So I'm always very excited whenever they add in any kind of specialty event or specialty experience around the holiday season. And Disney has done that with a new hard ticket event called Jollywood Nights in on uh, in Disney's Hollywood Studios taking place several times throughout November and December this year. Now, I recently had the opportunity just last night to go and attend Jollywood Nights, and it was a great time. We had a wonderful time. There were a couple of issues, a couple of hiccups, a couple of things that need to be improved if they bring this event back. But this week, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, 
Pete and I are bringing you my Disney Jollywood Nights report. I know you've been very excited to hear about how this went because yeah, I, I'm excited about it. It's a new thing, right? Like, now let me ask you: If you were to go during the holiday season again, would you uh, would you want yes. to attend Jollywood Nights? Yes, you would. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. All right. So, do you want me to give like a broad overview first, or should we just dive right into like specifics? Uh, I don't know. Walk me through it. Okay. So, tickets to Jollywood Nights were were somewhere around the one hundred and fifty dollar mark for us. So, one fifty right. each, about three hundred bucks for the two of us, right? <clears throat> That's about the same as um, you know an earlier version of Very Merry. Like, if you're going to Very Merry in November, in November, it's about what you're going to pay for that. Right. December, it gets up to like like the 170 levels. Uh, but the difference is, I believe Very Mary has like another hour and a half of party time on Jollywood Nights. Very Mary also gives you like a nice gift. Like we got a Christmas tree ornament last year. Very Mary also has a lot of like overlays to rides for Christmas, like Space Mountain and the teacups and all that stuff and, and Jingle Cruise. Um very Mary also has free hot chocolate and cookies everywhere. Jollywood Nights has none of these things. Okay. And it is only four hours long. Now, the one thing that I will say is this is so incredibly different from Very Mary. And after we go to Very Mary, I, I do want to have a discussion about like which one is better and like like what was what what I felt we got more for our money's worth this year. Uh, but right now we're just talking Jollywood Nights. Now we right. I, you know what? I got completely mixed up. I thought Jollywood Night started at seven. Uh, so we got there at like five, five thirty. And uh, yeah, no, I think it was like I think it was five thirty. And we saw like the event, like, you know, go here to get your wristbands. People were like lined up and like cast members were just standing there. I'm like, that's weird. That like because normally for Very Merry, you can get in the park at like four o'clock. Right. And so I asked the cast member, I was like, hey, like, you know, um, when are the wristbands going? They're like, oh, not till like, like 6.30, 7 o'clock. And I was like, what? So then I was like, okay, well, we're not going to wait around for that. You know, it's after 2 o'clock. We can just go in the park with our annual passes. No, so there were people at... waiting for wristbands. Yeah. They were just standing for, there. For like hours. I guess so. It was not a lot of people. It was like maybe half a dozen people. Okay. Yeah, not a lot. So we go in the park and... Now I'm like, okay. I feel bad. Those people probably heard the stories from the first day. Yeah. And are like, we've got to wait here for two hours. To right. Get... Because the store, like the wristbands were apparently impossible to get the first day. Right. Yeah. Like the distribution was terrible. This is the thing, man. Like when they roll out some of these new things, there's always going to be hiccups to work out. Um, So we, you know, we go in the park and now I'm like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to do the virtual queue for, Rise of the Resistance. Why don't we just do Rise of the Resistance now? So it had like a 15 minute wait, which I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Wow. So we went to Rise of the Resistance. We we got into it. And now we go into the room with the Ray, um, you know, the Ray and BB-8 pre-show. And we're like, the doors on the other side is open. And the cast members are like, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm like, what? And so now we're like skipping that pre-show. We're out by the ship and they're motioning for us to go off to the left of the ship. Ah. Huh. And I'm like, what? And so then we go off to the, and they take us into this hallway, this just like backstage industrial hallway, right? We go up to a door that says like, you know, um, you know, uh, this door opens on stage first, you know, first order only. And we walk right into the hangar of the 
um, the Star Destroyer. Let me just say this. If it only had a 15-minute wait, that means it was coming back from being down. Must have been. And the down part was probably the pre-show. The rave room or, yeah, something in the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. So it was just really strange. And I, I, I remember I turned to Rachel I said, I said, man, I really hope that nobody's on this for the first time right now. Right. Knowing that some people probably were. And I felt so bad for those people. So we go through, we get in line, you know, they're just pushing us right through. Like we, we get in there. They now have like the colors on the floor of the, um, of the prison cells, like the color that you stand on. They didn't, I thought that's always been there. That was there during COVID and then it went away and now it's back. Okay. Oh, all right. So usually you were just able to like wander around the prison cell. But when we got in there, I mean like the prison, like the prison cell pre-show happened right away. And then, like, it was like a couple only a couple seconds until the wall burned away. And we had our very energetic uh, cast member come in here with the resistance. We're going to get you out. But the ride went flawlessly. Everything, everything worked. Um, It did. We did get backed up a few times. Uh, Like, like, like it kind of like stopped, but like didn't stop. Like we were it stopped. and We were like in the pod. And then, like, we just hear we hear Finn come over the the thing being like, What's going on? We got to get those doors to the pot open. They're like, oh, we're working. It's a worker. We need a workaround for it. I was like, oh, my God. Do they have like, you know, instead of being like, it looks like Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear are causing some trouble down the river. Or playful spooks have interrupted our tour. They have actual things based on your location in the attraction. And then we were backed up on like the where you find Lieutenant Beck in his escape pod afterward. Yeah. Yeah. And we just hear Finn being like, like they just keep going. They're like, we got to find Beck. He was integral to this operation and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, wow, like they really have a lot of it. Like they took every like lesson from every like, other attraction. Like we have a backup for the Kylo Ren animatronic going down. We, you know, we, we've got all this. They other stuff. knew how often this ride would break. Yes. Down. Yes, they did. And, uh, but you know what? The Kylo Ren animatronic was working. Uh, yeah. The when last couple said- times I've been on it, it worked. When I was in land, it was uh, luckily it was the A roll. It was back up. Uh, yeah, nothing's worse than when you get to that room and Kylo runs outside and his his tie fighter. I don't mind that. I think it's cool, but I'm glad I got to see it. But I I prefer the animatronic because I love the me effect too. of when they blow the hole in the ship and all the air rushes out. Yeah, me too. That's really cool. So after that, we got out of that, and I was like, okay, well, it's it's almost seven o'clock, so here we go. Party's about to start, and then seven o'clock hits and nothing happens, and I'm like. Well, that's kind of weird. And then Rachel looks at her um her app and she's like, oh, like, you know, it's it's not until like 830. I was like, oh, all right. So we got our we went to the launch bay and got our wristbands. Super simple. Scan in, get the wristband. Then they give you a lanyard with like a with, with like a piece of paper on it. And it's got a QR code. And it's like scan this QR code for your digital event guide, which it literally just opens up your app and takes you to the Jollywood Nights page on the app. Okay. They also did give us two maps, like physical maps. But I think the maps at this point are, are kind of considered like for collectors. Right. Which is good because Rachel loves the maps. Like she always she saves all the maps. Right. Um, which is the thing that I've always wanted to do and they never kind of did. Uh, I, I did save my uh, my opening day of Galaxy's Edge maps, though. OK. Uh, so we have those. Uh, so after that, I'm like, okay, well, we got another hour and a half to kill. At this point, I'm hungry, so I, I was, you know, looking for that Jollywood food that wasn't going to be available for another hour and a half. So we go to, I'm like, okay, you know what? We should get 
the second most popular snack in all of Walt Disney World, the carrot popcorn, cake, the carrot cake cookie. Oh boy. Yeah. So we go to start the Starbucks at the Jolly Trolley and we go in there and I'm like, hey, how about that carrot cake cookie? And the guy's like, oh, uh, well, we have a red velvet whoopie pie. And I'm like, I guess. So we get the red velvet. <laughs> we get the red velvet whoopie pie and I get like a coffee. And I bite into the red velvet whoopie pie and I didn't like look at the description of it. It's like pure peppermint. And I don't I don't. It was like biting into a candy cane and I don't like that. So now I'm like, all right. Did you literally slam it on the ground? No, we, we were sitting outside by the Brown Derby. And at this point, I'm like, OK, so now I'm going to like ask somebody at the Brown Derby how this Brown Derby thing works. I'm, we were kind of assuming that like you kind of like the Brown Derby was going to be converted into some kind of quick service food place because they had all this right. like unique food options. And the guy's like, oh, you, you have to like join a wait up list. You have to do it on the app. You got, you know, just go into your app and you'll be able to do it. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. So then uh, I'm like, OK, well, we got some more time to kill. Let's go on Slinky Dog. So we go on Slinky Dog. And then I'm like, uh, you know what? I really want to see like the updates to the Muppet Theater. So then we go in the Muppets. And let me tell you something, man, this ride, this attraction is not going away anytime soon. No, it's not. They they replaced all the seats in the theater. They are now kind of like leather seats, like faux leather, like red. And they look pristine and beautiful. They've added a new um, Waldo effect where remember like when when he blows up into the multiple waldos it was always just like those still images of waldo all over the world they are fully animated now yep so i'm like wow this is really not going away anytime soon so that made me happy and i always love the way they decorate that that grand avenue area for christmas it's so so nice uh i learned that they do a tree lighting ceremony every night at hollywood studios really lake yeah we did the tree lighting i took a video of it Nice. It was yeah, it was so we did the tree lighting and it's like Mickey and Minnie come on over the loudspeaker and they count down three, two, one and the tree lights up and, you know, it's it's beautiful. I mean, there's nothing like I really wonder sometimes which de- which park is decorated better, Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios, because Hollywood Studios really pulls out all the stops for Christmas. I, I always that's my favorite for Christmas. Yeah. So now finally. The event is about to start. Now, we the event starts officially at 830. We are trying to figure out where everything is. And then all of a sudden, who walks by us but Santa Duffy? Yay. And I said to Rach, follow that bear. And so the first thing we did was get right online for Santa Duffy with a bunch of other people. But the line was kind of like gridded. So it was like you, you, you were, there were like four different rows that you had to go up and down. Uh, so we get in line for it. And for the most part, people are, you know, getting up there, getting their picture and going. Now, here's the thing about the the clientele of Jollywood Nights. It is mostly adults. Right. Well, yes. For that there, price. Yes. There there were some children, but not many. Not many at all. It was it, it was 90 percent adult. Well, because if you are with family on vacation and you want to yeah. go to a holiday party, you're going to a very Merry Christmas party. Of course. So now I'm like, oh, okay. so this was kind of like a pilot program to see if like events geared toward adults will work. Um, So the Duffy line, we're in it from the guy. The guy told me he's like, I think this will be about 30 to 45 minutes. So we wait 45 minutes. A couple of people like, you know, a group of six people will go up to meet Duffy and they'll be up there for like 15 minutes because, you know, they everyone's got to get an individual picture and then group pictures and then these two and then those three. And then, like, you know, and I'm just like, oh, man, can't you guys just take a group picture and get on with your lives? Like, 
Um, but then we get up. So finally we get up to Duffy and they're like, Oh, Duffy's got to go, uh, check on Shelly may bear. Uh, we'll be right back. But let me tell you something. This wasn't like the typical five minute break. Okay. When, when Duffy left, like Duffy left and then Duffy came right back out, which means we're changing the guard here. Right. So, uh, so Duffy comes right back out. We go up to him and now let me say something. We're waiting in this line for 45 minutes. And all I can think of is a Duffy hug. Like there's nothing like a Duffy <laughs> hug. Right. And now Rachel's getting cranky because she's hungry. And like, you know, we've been in this line for this bear that she doesn't care about. And she's just like this bear. Now, is better. Rachel as into character pictures as you and I are? No. no. Right. I mean, she likes some of them, but like in a rare one, she'll she'll get excited for like this one. She would she was excited at first. But then like when we realized it was 40, when she realized it was like this was going to be a full 45 minutes, like she was getting annoyed. Yeah, I don't think my wife would have done it. So. I go up to Duffy and like, I literally like open my arms for this Duffy hug and Duffy will not hug me. (laughs) Like Duffy literally like just kind of stares at me and like tries to like go beside me and put his arm like around me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then like, I tried to like, like, I'm like, okay. So like, I try to like move in for the hug then and Duffy like repositions so that I can't hug him. (laughs) I was like, why does Duffy hate me? Oh, this is so good. Now, did There's... you see Duffy hug anyone else? Yes. While you were online, you saw Duffy hug people. I did, but this was a new <laughs> this, look, this was a new Duffy fresh off the line. Right. So, you know, like maybe this Duffy was not a hugger. I don't know. I didn't see this Duffy hug anybody else. So, you know, I don't know what it was, man. And then, like, you know, we get our picture and we go, and I'm like, that bear wouldn't hug me. Like, wouldn't didn't That's hug Rachel so either. Didn't hug Rachel either. Like I've gone in. Like I've gotten unwanted hugs from Disney characters before. Like did Mickey, Rachel try and hug Duffy? Um, no. Rachel was so done at this point. Rachel was like, just take the picture. Like, right. um, you know, like I when we go to like the Epcot character spot, like Mickey comes in for a hug, and I'm like, oh, all right, if you really want one, buddy. Like, but like this was the first character that I've ever been like, I really like to hug Duffy because he's so soft and he's like, you know, it's hugging a teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've always said Duffy's the best hugger in all of Disney. Man, not that night. Not that Oof. Duffy. It was I was like, we're walking away. And I'm like, we waited 45 minutes. For and there's literal photographic evidence. They took pictures of me like with my arms open and Duffy literally like closed off. So this <laughs> is not me like imagining it. I sent you these pictures. You've seen they're them. They're so funny. <laughs> I might have to put them on our Patreon group. I don't want them like widespread because I look terrible in them and I'm vain. So um, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Publicly humiliated. Publicly humiliated. Like this is, I'm like, this is my supervillain origin story. No, that's great. Yeah. So, you know, after that, so now I'm texting with you like the entire time I'm there. Like I see Tim Tracker on the line too. I'm like, I wonder if Tim Tracker got a hug. I bet you he did. Yeah, probably because he's Tim Tracker. You get a million, you get a million hits on one of your videos, and you know you're, you get all the hugs you want. Um, so you know we walk away from Duffy, and now I'm texting, and you're like, "How long was that line?" And I was like, "It, it was like a good forty five minutes." And you were like, "Okay, so that's like a quarter of your time." So that 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 Duffy experience was technically forty dollars a person, and then I got mad. 
when you <laughs> when you said that, I got like mad. I was like, I can't believe I did that. All to get not hugged by a Santa bear. Think about it. The hug would have made the whole thing better. You would have been fine. I would have been okay. I would have been like, you know what, $40 for a Duffy hug. I haven't been able to hug Duffy in, you know, how many years? And I know it sounds stupid, but like, you know, it was like the first time I've ever, like, I've gotten so many unwanted Disney character hugs. Goofy, Mickey, Pluto, like all coming in for the hug. And I'm always like, but like, you know. Now, do you have a Santa Duffy picture already? No, this is my first Santa Duffy. That's why I have it. So as much as I would want to do it, I probably wouldn't. That was the thing. Like the rescue rangers were there and, and Phineas and Ferb. And I'm like, I have them already. Right. Right. You know, um, but now they were like, oh, well, you know, Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket are over there. I'm like, oh, like, cause I have Pinocchio and I think I have Jiminy Cricket, but I don't have them together. That's a pretty cool one. It wasn't Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket. It was Pinocchio and then Jiminy Cricket. Uh, Okay. So they would like swap out. Yep. Um, it wasn't like a Phineas and Ferber or a Chippendale situation. And Santa Stitch was over there. I never saw where Mary Poppins was. Hmm. Or Snow White. Mickey and Friends were over by the, um, like where the Disney Junior stuff is. Right. But it was Mickey or Minnie. Goofy or Pluto. Donald or Daisy. So this is where like, so now I'm like, okay, so you get in line for Mickey and if you got to time it right. Because otherwise... They, I heard them telling people on, on the wall, like, oh, Mickey is going to be leaving in five minutes. So, you know, if you're still online, you know, you'll be taking your picture with Minnie. And I'm like, that's not why I got on this line. Like, I would have been like, that's not why I got on this line. I remember doing a Star Wars weekends, you know, 20 years ago. And yeah. they did that with Django Fett and Boba Fett. Oh. And I was like, man, I got to kind of play this right because I had yeah. already had Django and I needed Boba. And back then you couldn't. That was a. Disney World getting above that picture was a weird thing. Yeah. And I timed it just right. I think we were like the second or third people when like Django went away. Okay. And Boba came out. It was awesome. That's good. Yeah, dude, I like that's a high like for me, that's anxiety it's anxiety inducing. Yeah, I get it. Like I'm just like, I really want the I really want Donald. Am I gonna get Daisy? I really want Goofy. Am I gonna get Pluto? Y- you know, it's it's I don't like why not just have both of them out there? Like I guess it's a staffing issue or whatever. They also have these photo experiences where you can go in and like, so a lot of people dress like Hollywood glam for this. Okay. Like people were there with like the mink stoles and like the gowns. It was like, it was like a mini dapper day, which I like that. uh, And and we honestly didn't even think about that. Like, like I know Disney kind of announced it, but we honestly, like I've been getting very merry and jolly would mix up in my head so much. And, you know, Rachel was like, if we do this again, we're definitely going to have to dress up. And I'm like, oh, fine. But um, you were like, oh, if we do this, if we do this again. (laughs) Uh, But the uh, you know, the they do like the red carpet pictures. So all the people in their glam outfits were getting red carpet pictures with like these cool effects, these like video effects and stuff like that. It was it was pretty neat. Uh, I like that a lot. So now we're going to get food. So we go to Min and Bill's Dockside Diner. First one. And we get the uh, poutine tots. Okay. So this was this was tater tots with beef brisket, uh, brown gravy, and cheese curds. And it was really, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Sounds good. The brisket wasn't like the best that I've ever had at Disney, but it, I, it was, I mean, you can't go wrong with, you know, brown gravy and tater tots. Right. It's, you know, good. It's a good, um, you know, combo. We also got, the uh, pimento kimchi dip with wonton chips. 
Now this was awesome. Okay. That was amazing. I started taking, I started dipping the tater tots in this dip because it was so good. Like when we ran out of chips, the chip to dip ratio wasn't terrible. You know me, I like to focus on these ratios, but I mean, it, it was just, it was perfect. Like the kimchi, like I don't usually like kimchi on its own, but mixed with the pimento, it was just it was top notch. Really, really good. So after that, um, we start. I start doing a little filming with Morty, and then we go to the Brown Derby, and because I now I can't figure out on the app how to do this. I've I've done it. I've I've tried everything, and I can't get the Brown Derby to like get on this list. So we go over to the Brown Derby, and the lady outside shows me how to do it. Like you have to search for Brown Derby in the app find it and then you can join the walk-up list so it's like okay 45 minutes i'm like, all right so now it's almost time at this point like we're in the 10 o'clock hour at this point and the the holidays in hollywood show takes place every hour on the 45 mark so 8 45 9 45 10 45 so i'm like okay and 11 45 let's go let's go see this show because this show is like the reason we're here i mean right so we go in the show, the you know the the theater under the stars, and man, this show was fun. It was so good. Kermit and Piggy are live on stage as puppets. Okay, you know, yes, it's the Matt Vogel Kermit voice, but it's almost starting to normalize in my head for me a little bit. Like I'm getting more used to. I kind of accepted like this is life now, so like get used to it. Right. Um. <clears throat> So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. The banter with Kermit and Piggy was great. Tiana comes out and sings a couple of songs. Belle comes out and sings a song. Then Mickey and Minnie do a whole musical number. Really, really solid. They had a really good, like, closing. You know, and it was, like, one of those typical Hollywood Studios things where it's like, we're filming a TV special here. And they, like, take commercial breaks. And so you hear, like, the commercial breaks. And then, like, during the commercial breaks, like, the two hosts who aren't Kermit and Piggy will, like, you know, talk to each other about stuff. Um. Oh, after, so after that, we got out. We went to the Tip Top Club just to kind of look around. There was live music there. That was really neat. Like if you were in, now, I, I heard crazy. I heard this wasn't that good. I mean, we didn't stay in it for very long. We didn't go all the way back either because like they added like a lot of room in the back. It was just kind of like a little area where there was a singer. Right. You know. So at this point, we've been called for. um what do you call it? The Brown Derby. So we go back, we go in the Brown Derby. This was really cool. I really okay. enjoyed I really dug this. They had a piano player in there singing. Now it's not a quick service situation. It's a table service situation. But every but okay. it's small plates. So everything was like 15 between like 12 and 15 bucks. So we got the duck drumettes. Um and the um the brown derby sliders amazing both were amazing the the drumettes were a little like citrusy which maybe a little too citrusy for my liking but i mean the slider was i mean like i was i was almost mad that rachel and i had to share the two sliders because i was like i really want the <laughs> other one it was like it was really really good so i had that listen to some music and then it was time for jingle bell jingle bam now you remember like historically me kind of being underwhelmed with Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, right? Yes. That was before I I saw how how like low the bar could go, I guess, with like enchantment and stuff like that. Um and like harmonious, I loved Jingle Bell Jingle Bam on, on this one. Loved it. It was great. 
maybe it was also because I had seen the the wonderful world of movies or whatever it is for the first time, the projection show they do at Hollywood. Right. I had never seen them before, those two shows. Okay. And I saw them for the first time that night. And then I saw Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. And I was like, wow, this is delightful. This is actually really nice. Like there, there, there's more fireworks than I remember there being. Because uh, that was always my problem was, oh, it's too much projection, not enough fireworks. At this right, point, I was going to ask that. At this point, I feel like I'm so used to the projection that any fireworks are going to please me, you know? So, yeah, really enjoyed it. It starts snowing. Uh, There was a DJ in, like, the the center area by um, the Hollywood Tower Hotel. There, We did not get to the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. It was just impossible. Maybe if we hadn't waited 45 minutes for Duffy and and ruined a quarter of the party. Or the the party was an hour longer like it should be. Yes. Yeah, or an hour to an hour and a half longer. 830 is is such a weird start time. Could you spend the whole time in Galaxy's Edge? I mean, Galaxy's Edge was empty. Well, yeah, because nothing's going on. Yeah, nothing's going on there, dude. Like, we didn't even, like, during the party, we barely even went back there. Like we did, we went through Toy Story. Toy Story is really nice during Christmas. Yeah, well, it's got all the lights and everything. Yeah, and they do like a little overlay to Slinky Dog Dash, where like you hear like jingle bells or something like that while you're going through. Uh, and you know they put the antlers on Rex and the right. scarf on Woody and and all that good stuff. And they got the ham, the big ham cookie, which is the only ham representation in the entire land ever. So yeah, I mean, all in all, I guess the question is, <clears throat> would I do this again? and pay the same price not if it's still only four hours yeah it doesn't sound like it's worth it it was not it was not worth the price if this was if it was a hundred bucks yeah we've been fine but it wasn't it's 150 and for that i can go to mickey's very merry christmas party twice you know like you know like instead of paying paying 150 for two different events i could have gone to very merry twice in november and um So we'll see when I go to Very Merry, though. I mean, like on the way out, they did. I see them handing out stuff on the way out. And I'm like, oh, okay, we are getting something like maybe an ornament. You know, we got a we got a coaster set that says it's just like a it's a navy blue coaster that just says Jolly Knights on it. Okay, better than nothing. Got something better than nothing. Rachel was like, maybe the lanyard is the gift. And I'm like, I really hope not. (laughs) Because the the ornament we got last year, Very Merry is beautiful. It's like centerpiece on our tree right now, which is like just off to the side here. Well, take a picture of that ornament, send it to me. I'd like to see it. Yeah. So do you have any questions for me about Jollywood Nights? No, it doesn't sound like it was great. I mean, I don't want to say that it wasn't great because I had a good time. The Morty video was, you know, we, we filmed a Morty video. We, um, you know, I really enjoyed the the Holiday in Hollywood show. Um, Jingle Bell Jingle Bam was fun. I mean, it, I did feel like, all right, I'm watching Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, a show that I used to be able to watch whenever I wanted in the parks, you know, like during regular hours, right? So, I'm just thinking if I went next year, like, is this like six hundred dollars good? No, not if it's not if it's still only four hours. Because I, I know you, there'll be a character you're gonna want, and right. I mean, you're waiting you know 45 minutes to an hour for a character it's you know ain't great that ain't great like i thought they should have had sweetums out i would love that as a character like in that muppet area 
that would have been fun. Like, you know, you could have had the you could have had the Ewoks in the Ewok village. Like there were so many things that you could have done to like make this bigger and better. Um, you know, at, at Very Merry, there's so many more characters. There's there's cookies, there's hot chocolate, there's a gift, there's more also shows. Sounds like Very Merry spaces out the characters. Well. They do. They do. Well, I mean, you know, I, I was going to say bigger park, but I don't even know if it's bigger park or not. Um, <clears throat> it, it's I don't know. And it, it felt like so when I go to a hard ticket event at the Magic Kingdom, like if I'm a very merry or, or not so scary, when that party turns over, man, like I feel the shift. Like it doesn't feel like a normal day in the Magic Kingdom anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, Oogie Boogie Bash. When when that clock struck seven, it was like, oh, this everything this, changed. This just felt like I was in Hollywood Studios on a regular day. It, it, it really didn't feel that different to me. Okay, and I don't know. It's my first real hard ticket event, like other than like a DVC event, uh, <clears throat> that I've gone to outside the Magic Kingdom. Because they used to do these, like, you know, they did that, that villain night that one time with, mm -hmm. like, you know, when they had Constantine and all that. But again, that was another, like, four-hour event, and you waited. Every character had, like, an hour-long wait. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, even for Oogie Boogie Bash, I was afraid this was going to be the case. And I remember telling the kids, like, we have to kind of put our characters in the list that we, you know, in the order that we think we can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, who's important, who's not important. It ends up we got everything. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I could tell Rachel but, really wanted to go go meet um, Santa Stitch, right? But you know, we we just did, we didn't have time. It would have been fifty. Santa Stitch had a long line. It it would have been half of the party online for characters. Yep, that's see, yeah, that's hard. It's hard you to know, do that. We had we had shows, and it I it felt like we had more time because I'm like, oh, we're gonna be here super late. You know, the fireworks are until twelve thirty, and then I was like, wait a minute, like it's you know. Like it's, we're we're getting up there, and we haven't even gone to the show yet. Uh, the but the food was fantastic. I loved the food. I even had I even had a drink. I had a cocktail. I had the naughty or nice. Did you buy any merchandise? No, there was no there was no event merchandise. They didn't do a t shirt. No, I was all set to buy a Jolly Wood Nights t shirt. I don't know if I just didn't see it, but like huh. it was just I we looked in the stores, we walked through the stores. I didn't see anything. Interesting. I even looked in the store for a scarf at one point because, like, it was cold. You were chilly. It was cold. Yeah. Should have brought a jacket. Rachel had like a jacket and scarf and hat on. So you know, if the price were lower, I would go again. But the price will never be lower because Disney doesn't do that. You know, like they don't. They never make anything cheaper. Right. That's not normally how it works. Yeah. Uh. So, I gotta yeah. tell you the, the idea of Duffy just refusing to hug you is so funny. I am like, I'm like, like I almost didn't want to talk about it on the show because like it like legitimately like I was like, did I do something to Duffy? Like, <laughs> is Duffy like a fan of the show that doesn't like my opinions? Like, oh, I just I think it's so funny. It, this must have just been a Duffy that didn't want to hug because would didn't want to hug Rachel either. You know, like. <laughs> I love it though, like every like every little bit they'd be like, Oh, Duffy's gotta go check on Shelly May. And I'd be like, Wow, Shelly May is really needy. <laughs> like you can go out like I was like, Well, why doesn't Shelly May come out here? <laughs> I always love poking holes in the things that the cast members say about that. Like, right. like you know, snidely to whoever I'm with. But like the cast member heard me say that and just started like laughing. Um, <laughs> like the one I when I got Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers year like years ago at a DVC event. Um, 
they had to go away and, and the cast member was like chip and dale gotta go check with gadget to see if there's any mysteries that they need to solve they'll be right back i said well what if there's a mystery they have to solve <laughs> those things took 22 minutes except this cast member was like oh this guy's not getting a hug <laughs> yeah they gave duffy like the like the, the hand signal like no hug <laughs> Oh, I love it. I could tell how upset you were. You know what? It's like, look, I know it sounds ridiculous. I'm a grown man. Like, <laughs> you know, wanting a hug from this teddy bear. But like, it was a thing that I used to love about Disney was like uh, getting a Duffy hug. Like it was the best. And, you know, I am not like a hugger by nature. Like my friends always laugh because like when people come in for the hug, like one guy one time came in for like the hug. And we we were not on hugging terms, me and this guy. Like, we were casual acquaintances at best. And so he had his arm up like like this, and I literally like reached up with my right hand and like grabbed his hand like up by his shoulder and pulled it down and shook his hand. <laughs> <laughs> like the closest I usually go to the hug is like the unless there's somebody that I'm like a good friend with. Like I'll typically do like the handshake and like the little like bro hug. Yeah, yeah. And that's how when Mickey I mean, do tries I have to, to do this all the time. Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, I don't want to hug everybody. You know what? Like, I don't want to say some things during COVID were better, but some things during COVID were better. <laughs> like uh, nobody stood near me. Nobody wanted to shake my hand. Nobody wanted to hug me. I was like, oh, this is great. There's a yeah, I, I don't I don't need to hug everybody. Favorite thing. No, no. Like, I, I don't think you and I have ever even hugged. No, I don't need to hug you. No, you know how I feel about you. I don't need. Uh... Yeah. Uh, I don't even think we shake hands when we see each other. I just kind of give you the little like salute. Yeah, like the, hey, what's it's up? fine. You know? Although I will say I like the fist bump. Fist bump makes life easy. I do love the fist bump. Like whoever it invented the fist easy. bump. Whoever invented the fist bump, bless you, sir or ma'am. Free daps. Like, yeah, those daps are those are the kind of free daps I can get I can get uh behind. There but. are plenty because everyone here at the shop has to like shake my hand. I guess that's like a thing because it's like and what? it's great. I don't know. Everybody always wants to shake my hand. And I always just like kind of just put out the fist bump for him. You, you, like, oh, you, okay. you do the old Howie Mandel. Yep. There you go. It's so good. I do love the fist bump. I mean, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the, the you know, when I used to walk in the shop, I, I used to get the oh man versus food like, you know. Used to get so there's a pizza place across the street from my apartment. Great, like the best pizza I found in Florida. And I'm like, oh, thank God, it's so close. They have a they have a food challenge, and it's like if you can eat like a 12 inch stuffed pizza by yourself, you become what they call you become a made man. Like you get your picture on the wall and stuff like that. So they got all the guys on the wall, and in the middle, I was like, is that me? Like, and it was a picture of Adam Richmond. And it said, it, it, but it, he never, he never did. It. it just said wanted on it. Like, and I'm like, oh no, what if they think I'm him? Like, cause it's happened before. Oh dude, you should totally do it. Like I'm here in Orlando, Florida, and I'm going <laughs> to tackle the main man challenge. Uh, we're with a camera. We were watching like clips of it on YouTube, uh, man versus food. And Rachel was like, man, you really do kind of look like him. Like, I know it's wild <laughs> in New York, in New York city. One time I literally got missed. The guy did not believe me when I said I was not him. Like, he's like, Adam. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not Adam. Like, <laughs> like, oh, come on, Adam. I know it's you. I'm like, no. Uh, Man, but I mean, he, you know, he stopped doing like I'm, I'm assuming his doctors were like, you need to stop doing this. Yeah, that's a short term kind of gig. I mean, you can't do that forever. Let me tell you something. There is a if I ever talked about 
the 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 competitive eating channel on YouTube that I love that I've been watching like nonstop. I don't think so. It's my latest YouTube rabbit hole obsession. I go through these like, you know, in waves. Um, right. Like right now, it's like cooking channels. Also, like I cooked my whole Thanksgiving dinner from scratch. I nearly cut my thumb off the other day, uh, but I was making I was taking my Thanksgiving leftovers and turning them into a cream of turkey soup with like a with like a puff pastry on top. OK. And uh, yeah, I was chopping onions and I got a little and got a little carried away, nearly took my thumb off. Um, but anyway, uh, it's called it's called beard. I think it's beard meets food. It's this guy with like a big beard. OK. He's like a British guy. I have listen, Adam Richmond could never, but this guy does. I mean, he's insane. Insane. Like the things that he puts away. Like I like I'll be watching, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way he can do this one. And I'm like, oh my God. Cause he does it. Beard meets food. I, I love it. It's it's great. There's a couple of really good like eating challenge people there. And like when I see these things. I'm always like, I can do that. But with the eating challenges, I'm like, I cannot do that. No way. Yeah, no, no. Me neither. Like, I'm like, I am the worst. Like, I'm a bigger guy. So people always think that I can eat a lot. I really can't. I'm the king of the to-go box. The K-tainer. The K-tainer. I used to bring it to Disney all the time. I still, I need to bring that back. I need to start bringing those plastics back to Disney with me because I've thrown away some good food over the years. One thing in Jollywood that I really wanted to get that I d- ended up not being able to get was they had a buffalo chicken like spring roll. Okay. Egg, egg roll. I really wanted that. And I didn't get a chance to get it. Hmm. By the time we got out of Brown Derby, we were both like, I, I literally can't eat anything else. Like, And then th- there was this like turkey popover. It was like turkey and mashed potatoes with like cranberry. And we were like, like a couple weeks ago, we were like, oh, we got to get that. And then I, I looked at I looked at Rach and we were both kind of like, we have eaten so much turkey in the last week because I made a 15 and a half pound turkey for like just the two of us. So, right. yeah, we, we went to her mom's um on Wednesday because Rachel had to work on Thanksgiving. She was off on the Wednesday. So we went to her mom's, her, you know, Rachel and her mom made like the whole meal there. And then I still wanted her to be able to have something on Thanksgiving. So I cooked turkey stuffing and I made gravy from scratch. Um you know, uh, for her that day, but it was for just the two of us. And making the soup was a, was a good was a good thing. Like that soup came out great. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Chef Jean-Pierre. He's uh, you, another YouTube rabbit hole that I went down. So anyway, <clears throat> I would love to like, you know, Rach really wants to try to cook like like Disney meals. Hey, you mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, I've I have made Tonga toast before, so I know I can do that. So it's gotta be gotta be better than the current Tonga toast. Is has Tonga toast uh gone down quality? Yeah, it's years? not the same anymore. No, what, what happened? Did they make it like smaller, worse? I don't know. It's just like it's drier somehow. The mo- the modern Disney motto: smaller, worse, and more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Anything else you wanted to add this week? Any any anything going on? You guys decorate for Christmas yet? Oh yeah, we're all decorated. Oh good good. Now, I showed you this uh, this Disney Christmas village I got from Costco, right? Yeah, I love it. It's so cool. It was a 13-piece Disney Christmas village from Costco. It's about $140, and it's Costco exclusive. So, I mean, even if you're not a Costco member, you can buy it online. I think they charge you like an extra like 5% or something like that for not being a member. I love this thing, dude. I really love it. 
it, it's it's got like a clock tower with Huey, Dewey, and Louie on it. It's got like a workshop. It's got a house. It's got like figures of Mickey, Minnie, Donald, uh, Goofy, and Daisy. It's so cool. It's so so cool. I love it. It plays music. Uh, it's on a battery, so it does like six hours on, eight hours off. I'm wait, I'm waiting for. Oh, it, good. It just it actually just turned on. It's got like a Christmas tree that lights up. So, yeah, we're we're gonna be doing an unboxing video on that with Morty. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so that's all filmed already. Um, and no, it's not just so that I can write that off. It's <laughs> it's partly because I can write it off, but it's. Uh, um no it's uh, i'm excited the unboxing video should come out after our jollywood nights video because i'm gonna make jollywood nights the um hoping to have that out by the end of the week but it depends on how my deadline goes because i got a book to finish deadlines yep deadlines do stink all right anything else you wanted to add no that's it all right that's gonna do for two men in the mouse this week folks thank you so much for joining us we always love having you guys here every single week, and we would love to have you guys over at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse, where we have got tiers and exclusive content specifically geared toward you guys. If you love the show, you want more of it, patreon.com slash two men in the mouse is the place to go. Uh, folks, if you love our good buddy Peter Mandel, the place to go is Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue. Cranford, New Jersey, 107016. Go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, if you're planning a trip uh, to Disney, Disney Cruise, Universal, anywhere in the world, really, go to our friends over to Way With Me Travel who plan your vacation for you at no additional cost to you. And of course, for me, folks, <clears throat> check out Morty Monster over on YouTube at youtube.com slash Morty Monster. And of course, my books are available on Amazon.com, the Ross and Auntie series, my my complete four uh, four book fantasy set. Uh, you can find that. You can find Winters of Alnora, Birth of the Dark Angel, all of those under my real name, Kevin J. Kessler. Uh, my other books are all under the name Vincent Valentine. That's V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. And those are going to be Haunted House, Paranormal Detective, Kidnapping Detective Mystery, and uh, EMP Disaster Apocalypse Novels. All right. Well, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? And a book to do about what would happen if a bear didn't hug you. Well, what do you think the, the main, like, impetus for my next, like, you know, supervillain is going to be? You know? Like, <laughs> yep. Like, Duffy didn't hug me, so now the world must pay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us again this and every week. Uh, please keep the magic alive every day, of your, every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.